0: to you by Save the Children and the Ad Council.
1: Our lives are affected every day by innovations from the minds of African Americans. Support the United Negro College Fund, because a mind is a terrible thing to waste. Visit uncf.org or call 1-800-332-UNCF, brought to you by UNCF and the Ad Council.
0: This is a remote village in Mali, West Africa. This is Salif Diara, a local health worker. These are some of the 123 village children who survive life-threatening illnesses because of his efforts. These are the paths that Salif walks, sometimes miles each day, to visit all the sick children in his village. This is Minata, a mother who was afraid she'd lose her four-year-old daughter to malaria. And this is Maimuna one of the many children who got her joy back thanks to Salif's efforts. This is you becoming part of the story. You are one step away from helping local health workers like Salif make the good go even further. Visit goodgoes.org to see the many ways you can help. Brought to you by Save the Children and the Ad Council.
2: Even the UN?
1: You gotta bob your head. You gotta tap your foot. All of that works. Time. It is time for Revelation Wellness, healthy and whole. Elisa Keaton. Uh, you know, last time we got together, we talked about uh, you praying for uh, people that are are having weight issues, having health issues. And I believe so strongly. Uh, obviously, anybody that's listening to this program any length of time know that uh, I do a lot of intercessory prayer. I believe that's uh, God has called me and my wife to that, mm-hmm. but I think there's a particular power in uh, the body of Christ when we pray for an area that God has given us a strength in. In other words, when you pray for me, mm-hmm. uh, that I will uh, be diligent mm-hmm. with my exercise or mm-hmm. uh, have strength when I'm trying to make food choices. That's right. I believe there's an extra power in that.
3: I I love that you would think that because when I'm praying for you in that and I'm praying for the nameless or faceless people that I know are all across the United States doing way less to feed more with these different revelation wellness instructors coming into classes, I I I'll I'll get sweaty over it. Like yeah. I, I it's it ignites me. I get excited to pray for. Everyone.
1: And I think that's part of what it means when God gifts us mm-hmm. in an area. It's not just for us. In oh, okay. fact, it's rarely is just for us. Yeah. Uh, and th- that's why we need to be koinonia. That's why we need to be in communion and communing one with another.
3: Absolutely. And that's why it's my joy to be here every week and talk about and keep igniting the fire inside of you guys. Keep giving you things to think about and to, to practically work out as well. <coughs> Yeah, today today's title of the show I, I titled it "Bob and Weave."
1: <laughs> I actually know what that means.
3: You do, so that means you have fought.
1: Well, yeah, and I I, I would just kind of like when I say somebody asked me if I golf. Well, I own clubs. <laughs> I've I've been on a course. I have hit a little white ball. Uh, yeah, I've boxed, <laughs> okay. but I mostly got boxed.
3: Got <laughs> <Yeah>, boxed. <laughs> That's what I was wondering. And the, now, actually, if-
1: physically i'm actually very gifted as a boxer i know this wow. it, to look at me it doesn't sound i love that but i uh when i was much less weight mm-hmm. my weight class was in the 160 mm-hmm. but i have a six one reach wow even though i'm only 58 you got
3: some gorilla arms
1: gorilla arms now, <laughs> what does that mean that means i can keep that dude
3: from distance a couple
1: of inches away and i can still hit so but still, I got boxed.
3: Yeah. About. I got boxed. I, I, th- I think, as to myself, there's very few sports where you play offense and defense. do you time. think about that? Yeah. There's football, but no, you have different teams that come out for that. Mm-hmm. Specialists. Te- yeah. Team sports, generally, you do one thing, someone else does something else. It's every fighting sport that you have to mm-hmm. know how to play offense, defense, keep your mind, keep your focus, stay on your toes, dance around. And I love, Paul's talks about how... He doesn't beat the air aimlessly. Like He has a focus, and he talks himself as kind of a spiritual athlete in many different capacities. Sometimes, like in Philippians 3, he's a runner that presses on towards the goal sometimes, and he talks about being a boxer. He aims for his goal, and he knows what he's going for. His goal is Christ glorified. And you all, every one of us, every day, we have to pay offense, defense. Mm -hmm. All day long, bob and weave, bob and weave, because the distractions come, the temptations are there. How am I going to be offensive and defensive in in my heart? So in First Peter, First Peter four twelve, uh, Paul says or Peter says, dear friends, do not be surprised at the painful trial you are suffering, as though something strange were happening to you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we do that because when we're thrown into confusion, we don't know. Okay, is this you, Lord? Is this yeah. where? What? What is this? And Peter's like, don't be confused by that. But we have to know, where, where am I, God, and what is it that you're asking me for to, to do in this situation? Were you a good boxer?
1: Um, I got boxed a oh, lot. Oh, that's right.
3: You said you got boxed uh, I'm just going to—I
1: you know, I had my moments. Were you nervous? You know, it, it was nervous. I, I, um, I just wasn't mean enough, to be quite honest. Now, I don't mm. mean to mean in the, in, in the sense—I just—I I wasn't aggressive. Unless I truly actually got angry— Mm-hmm. I didn't hit hard, you know. It, it's just—it's kind of funny. I, I didn't have the temperament yeah. to be a good boxer. I had the skills. Wow. I had the uh, physiology. Yeah. I didn't have the temperament.
3: Do you do? Are you an angry person?
1: My wife would say yes, but no, I'm not really.
3: Not a confront. you a confrontational not, not, person? I'm a
1: debater. Yes. Oh boy, I tell you, you get me in a verbal uh, wow. uh, treaty, so I'm I'm ready to go. But uh, to just go uh, wail on you, no, huh?
3: Wow. Well, I want to encourage all of you to become, you've got to confront this. You've got to come head to head, toe to toe with this, with this, uh, with this challenge that the Lord's put before you. And it is a challenge in that, will you trust him? Will you stay obedient? And like saying, that's why when I pray for everyone, I'm praying for the will to be obedient because it absolutely comes against everything in us to have to follow God's voice. And
1: I've been telling people that uh, I don't know what all has changed, but the thing that I do know this year is this is the furthest into the year right. that I've gotten that I still can even see the goal, Love that. Uh, you know, from the what we dedicated to at the beginning of the year. Uh, I, it's still within reach. I haven't just given it up or mm-hmm. I haven't just become so dismayed with my own failures that I've said, yeah, just just whatever.
3: And you know what, Tom, I am so convinced that this time around for you, it just it is. Like you you now know what it is. You you confess, I don't need any more knowledge. I don't need to know any mm-hmm. more things about calories and fats and carbohydrates and when to eat, when not to eat. I need a heart change, yeah. and the Lord has got you there. So now He's going to keep you there. Yeah. So whether this is a year, three years, five years, ten, it's going to continue to happen. You can no longer turn back. There's actually a, a theory of change. It's called the trans-theoretical model of change. I want I'm going to explain the five stages of change, and I want you to kind of think about. Where you are, if you're listening to this radio show, where are you? Well, the first stage, this is for anyone who's making a change. You go through these five steps. This is, a psychologist use this, break this down. If you're someone who says, I no longer want to do this, I want to move my life in this direction, five steps that you go through. First step is called pre-contemplation. You're not even thinking about a change so if you're listening to this radio show you're probably not in pre-contemplation you've been thinking about this for a while you know that you need to change which is the next step is called contemplation you're thinking about a change now that could be for some of you because you don't unless you make it public unless you say I'm going to change you can spend your whole life just thinking about changing Mm -hmm. you can spend your whole life thinking about making a decision And not making a decision is making a decision. Yeah. Let's be very clear. If you're kind of just, I'm just thinking about it. And we do this with God's word. We hear God's word. We think about God's word. But we never move into the next phase, which is making a decision. You make a decision to say, okay, I am going to do this. Mm -hmm. I am going to follow my faith. I'm going to follow my dreams. I'm going to lose weight. You're still not out of the woods, though, just because you made a decision. Right. Because there's a cost with every decision. Now, we talk about, I always talk about Matthew 19, the rich man who comes to Jesus says, I'm doing all the things you asked me to do, but what else can I do? And Jesus goes right for the heart because he knew what the guy was, was caught up on. Are we willing? How far are we willing to go? Making a decision isn't enough. You need to count the cost of that decision. And for you, Tom, this time he said, it's a heart thing. Mm-hmm. This time the Lord has my heart. And the other
1: thing uh, about it, this, I have told everybody, <laughs> I know. I, you know, I did it here on the radio. I've Don't told you, you. Yeah. I tell everybody I'm no. in, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I fail every day, that's but true. I'm back with new mercies the next day.
3: Mm-hmm. And that's what I'm saying. Now, I, once we have made a decision and once we have thought about it, and the Lord pulls us, you are caught he, got, he has you. Mm-hmm. He's heard your prayers. You rallied other people around. So this thing is going to go forward at what rate, at what timing, what pace, at what cost to you. You know, because I think sometimes we can just sit back and hold so tightly to the things that we want and wrestle it out with God like Jacob.
1: Well, and in my life personally, my mom having been uh, diagnosed with cancer and me dealing with that the, the last several months. You know, that's taken a toll on me. Mm-hmm. And right. instead of allowing that toll to derail me, I'm saying, you know what? God loves me. Exactly. And he's still with me. That,
3: and that is. I don't have
1: to give up my decision hey, because I'm I just, I'm flat. I'm, I'm out of energy. I'm burned out. God stills there, and that's
3: because you've gone from making a decision to going into action. You've done, you've been doing some good decisions. You've gone to some classes. You're doing conscious choices. You've lost some weight. There's things that you have been doing in action. Whether mm-hmm. they've been they've been less of a willpower this time, but more of a willingness. So it kind of softly changes you, and then you've moved into to maintaining it. And like you said, what maintains it is that you keep relying on God's mercy and God's grace for a new day. Maintenance is that final stage. What happens in maintenance, though, people lose their passion for it, and and life situations come at you, and then they try to push you back into, well, you better just think about this, because maybe you're not as strong as you thought you were. No, you make a new decision. For all of us who are doing this now the Lord's way, I have. you are now caught in that three, four, and five step. You have made a decision, you have an action, and you're going to maintain it. When life changes, because it will, you need to act and make a new decision. Then act in a new way and maintain. When life changes again, make a new decision. What can I do now, God, based on my circumstances, based on my finances, based on my time? What can I do? I promise you. Uh, Psalm twenty-five, fourteen says that he discerns those, or he, he um, oh man, I've put it in my new notes. He speaks to those who fear him. He speaks to those. He tells them. He confides in those who fear him. So when it's time to make a new decision, the Lord has that plan for you. So today, I really want you to get quiet again and think, okay, I can't go back and pretend I don't know what I know. You now know what you need to know. Mm -hmm. You need to make a new decision based on what is today. Get with the Lord. Ask Him what it is. Do it. Uh, Rick Warren said last week in something I read that he said, we only believe the parts of the Bible that we do. Yeah. That's true.
1: Do you believe that what you believe is really true?
3: and you will only know unless you do it mm-hmm. and trust in God's word?
1: yeah well, I can't i I simply can't believe that it's been you know a full segment already, I but did. Uh, Lisa <laughs> so with, hard. you know the one of the things that is uh, of value hopefully to our listeners is that this is available on podcast. yes uh, your information is available on uh, on your webpage and on YouTube as well. Tell people how to go uh, look that up.
3: Yeah, come on over to YouTube at Revelation Well. You'll see some more work-ins, more teachings, and some video teachings as well. And then always on Facebook at Revelation Well.
1: So thank you so much, Mm -hmm. and uh, we're looking forward to another lesson next week. Love it. You are listening to Koinonia on AM 1360. Let us know about your upcoming event. Log on to KPXQ1360.com and click on Community Events. And one of those events that's coming up uh, this weekend, Camp Butterfly. For tweens ages 8 to 12, it's a tween esteem ministry. It's going to be at uh, First Baptist Church, Scottsdale, Saturday, March 24th. You can register and get more information at campbutterfly.com. I'd hope to have uh, Julie Gravitt on to talk about this, but because of me being sick, it didn't work out. But uh, you can go online right now find out more about Camp Butterfly, tween girls between the ages of eight and twelve. All right, let's make our way around town from the Patriot News desk. Here's Monica Reed.
2: Thanks, Tom. There's a couple job fairs going on this week. So if you're looking for work, listen up. The Career Expo 2012 will be hosted by the Department of Economic Security this Wednesday. It's a free event that runs from 10 to 3 at the Arizona State Fairgrounds, 19th Avenue and McDowell. And 120 employers, all of them hiring, are expected to be participating in that expo. On Thursday, it's a military job fair out at University of Phoenix Stadium in Glendale that runs from 11 till 3. On every day through this Sunday, it's the 22nd Annual Celebration of Fine Art. It's open from 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. each day, and this year it's located on the southwest corner of Hayden and the Loop 101. Just look for the big white tents. Coming up this weekend, it's Anthem Days, Saturday and Sunday at Anthem Community Park. Free admission and free parking. It runs from 10 to 4 both days. They'll have a kid's zone, carnival games, a business expo, craft vendors, and an extravaganza egg hunt, too, along with live musical entertainment and, of course, food and even a basketball hoop shoot contest. You can find out more at online at anthem.com about Anthem Days this weekend at Anthem Community Park. And mark your calendar for the Glendale Folk and Heritage Festival. This is going on Saturday and Sunday, 10 to 5 both days at Saguaro Ranch Park in Glendale, and admission is free for that. Looking ahead to April, Sunny Slope is hosting their Art Walk on Saturday, April 14th from 5 to 9 p.m. There will be a lot of great art vendors, plus musical entertainment, and of course food will be available too. You can find all the details on the Sunny Slope Art Walk at sunnyslopecommunity.org. That's what's going on around town. I'm Monica Reed.
0: Does your
1: swimming pool look a little green? Well, Don't get mad. Get mad. Ever left your pool maintenance to a teen? Ha, good luck. Don't get mad. Hello, friends. Dan Sleezer here, owner of Maddie's Pool Supply and Service. If you're one of those people that put off cleaning up or remodeling your pool last season, now's the time. In just a few weeks, it's going to be too hot to acid wash or drain your pool, so let Maddie's do it for you now. At Maddie's, we offer complete remodeling, including replastering, tile, and new pool deck. Come visit.